Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. You know, one of the things I love is that, and Benny, you and I have been together like 16 years now. Forever and a day. Right? 16. <laughs> right. right. We're coming up like on like a super anniversary. A super but we've anniversary. been together 16 years. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I know about that is exactly what we're going to talk about today with Teal Swan. And what I mean is that when you think you know everything about what you think you ought to know, how often have you moved forward and all of a sudden you're like, I didn't see that coming. And Penny, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, right? Where we're like in the middle of shows and then like a fire alarm goes off and you're like abandoning the studio and abandoning the gas. Yeah, save yourself, right? Save yourself. (laughs) It's like, get out of the building. And I remember telling a little story about like how I hid in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Like I was just like hiding in the bathroom. I, the, the most ridiculously bizarre thing. But that's why I'm excited to have Teal Swan back with us today. For many of you, um, and I don't know if she even knows this, but once upon a time, I was absolutely looking at how I could be inspired. And I was thinking, who is out there that I'm looking at now that I wish that I could have shared the stage with? Because many of you know that I've done openers for people like Shirley MacLaine and others. And I thought, man, I don't know Teal. I don't know her, but I know her her energy and who she is. And I just thought to myself, wouldn't it be so kick butt if we could bring that crust busting energy to who she is and what she does. And I became a student, you know, I watched what she was doing because I don't know if you all are like me, but if I'm not keeping up my spiritual game, I am like not winning at the game of life. But she has created so many different ways for people to plug in and be at the highest level possible. Today, she's done it again. And I want to tell you about this because she's doing something that many of us wish we knew more about. But that's why they call them blind spots. They call them that because we don't see it coming. We don't see it even sometimes after it comes. And when that happens, we're not quite sure if we've been blindsided or simply asleep at the switch. But I gotta tell you for today, I am super excited. These are so cool, I can't wait. See these everybody, see the deck? We are gonna be talking about what she has created. I am curious about a number of different things, but I do know this. 
when we are in a place of separation, as I just shared, or if we are in a place of trauma, or we have forgotten our true nature or what we're capable of, what do you do? Teal, it's great to have you here. Again, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for the last minute Facebook Live thing and all of the above. It's wonderful to be here, thank you. Um, I have stepped in more potholes. Like I'm from New York. <laughs> I grew up in New York, born and raised in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. I could tell you this, when you step in a pothole in New York, you either break your ankle or break your leg and you don't see it coming. Tell us why this creation, creating these Oracle cards, why this is important in the world we live in today. Oh, why is it important? Because it's, it's, not, it's not what you don't know that gets you in trouble. It's what you don't know that you don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or what you think you know that just so happens to not be so. That is the one that has gotten me into more trouble than I could even begin to talk about that right there. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Um, I want to ask you about the process. And this is generally something I love to talk about. Whenever you create something like this, yeah. I can only imagine how it's changed you. It's a journey, isn't it? And I would like to know what the journey was like creating these and how you're changed as a result of it. Well, it happened in half a second. Like I, I tend to be a person where creations come through very, very quickly. Um, I just, I was getting frustrated because I was walking around I'm looking at Oracle decks and looking at tarot decks, you know, I was getting frustrated. It, it just, I mean, they don't really, a lot of them, the majority of them don't really do much. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, this was my frustration on the given day. It was like, you know, if I pick up the average Oracle deck and it's like, okay, I, I need to know what I need to hear right now. And I pick up a card and it's like, you have all the resources you need deep with you new. I'm like, well, that's not going to real. that didn't give me anything to be completely honest, other than like, oh, goody. So <laughs> I was like, I, I want, I want an Oracle deck where you pick it up and you're like, there's actual practical advice about what situation you're getting into. That's maybe, um, maybe a slap in the face a little bit, but is the reality of what you're not seeing. Because why else use an Oracle deck? Because it's basically what you're, what you're not seeing. You use it to divine. That which yeah. is not seen. So I'm like, you know, it's obvious. This is what I do for a living anyways. I mean, they, they call me the mirror because <laughs> whenever you step in front of it, you see what you are or you see the truth, whether you like it or not. So I'm like, Talk. why not just capitalize on that? All right. Yeah. But you know, what a cool way to do that though. You know, a lot of times when we talk to people about that, right, about, oh my gosh, like looking in the mirror, <laughs> right? I mean, it's like, do I really want, I was actually talking about this yesterday on the show and I, you know, growing up in New York, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but you know, that once upon a time, there used to be like a Coney Island where you could go to the fun house and you walk in this room and it's filled with mirrors, right? And there's every shape, size, every deformity, every extension of who you are in this room. And I think as a child, I was traumatized from that. I, really? I really do. I was like, whoa, do I really look like all of that? But yet what I've learned is if I'm not able to look in the mirror, how am I going to even have a sense of what I need to know? about what I need to do differently. Yes. Yeah. And I, that's why I'm so excited to be talking with you about, about these cards, but more importantly, about 
what's important for us in taking ourselves to the to the level of life that we want to be at. You and I were kind of joking about 2019, but honestly, <laughs> it was not very funny, I don't think. No, it wasn't, no. Having that year, I could see I could see how these were created, right? Yes. Um, are you more optimistic about 2020? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, 2020 is represents a kind of a peak in a seven-year cycle, and yeah. the seven-year cycle is not not a fun one. So it's it's not like I I don't mean to say that it's all going to be just crap. We all know that some of the most beautiful flowers spring from some of the most intense manure, but uh, yeah, I. I we're going to be just slammed up against everything we've been trying to avoid forever. So, and then that includes the people in the spiritual field because the spirituality can serve as a, a complete avoidance mechanism. And for people who use that form of spirituality, this is going to be an even worse year. So I'm a little bit nervous. I did a future forecast. I don't know if you see those when I put them out, but I, I every single year on new year's, I put out my forecast yep. for the upcoming year. This one I was dreading making. So but you know like uh here's the thing that i know about stuff for me mm -hmm. is that you know i did not have a great childhood i mean by the time i was 17 i was homeless right uh but i gotta tell you what happened to me in those 17 years i literally had my entire compression of stuff that could happen in my life revealed to me and i got the sense that not articulating it, but I was pretty much going to be able to handle whatever else came my way. Mm -hmm. I, if, if, if I couldn't handle the stuff coming my way <laughs> after garbage picking in Manhattan, honestly, and begging for money at Port Authority, I'm just not going to make it. Mm -hmm. But I didn't understand the idea of the blind spot. Mm -hmm. I, you know what I mean? Even with all that, I still stepped in the same potholes. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to talk about the cards when we come back from break. Blind spot. Tell us about it and, and what it is that the cards will reveal. What the cards are designed to reveal is whatever you're not seeing about what situation you're getting into. So like, let's say that I'll just give you a scenario. In my life, I'm dating a new person. Now, you, you want to basically look at the cards in terms of what am I not seeing about the situation? Because we all know that's what a blind spot is. Same as on your car. You know, you don't you run into it when you're changing lanes because it was there the whole time, but you didn't see it. It was in your blind spot. We have blind spots for our own consciousness all the time. Um, we're caught in our own cognitive structures. That's the best way to understand why they're um, the way that they are. We're trained with certain beliefs, trained to see the world in a certain way, and it's not necessarily reflective of the actuality. And because we can't own up to reality, we're like the person who gets in crocodile water and gets bitten by a crocodile. Or we're the person who's convinced we're in crocodile water when we're really not. So... You know, so like, let's say that you've got, you're dating a new person and you draw one of these cards and it's like, this is what you're not seeing. And so you read the description and you're sort of looking at the card, looking at that description, looking at your scenario and trying to see how, what you may not be seeing in whatever you draw. So let's say that you're in that situation, you draw one that says um, overlay. Oh, so maybe if I drew the overlay card, that means that I'm projecting onto this person what I think they are rather than what they actually are. So that right there tells you I got to step back and maybe pay attention to some of the red flags that I'm just ignoring or with if an overlay is with the situation at hand, chances are you're looking at those red flags and explaining them away as something that they're not. 
you know, totally. like you got a guy who's like, oh, he drank six glasses of wine when we sat down to dinner. I guess he was just stressed from work. Oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. You just so nailed. Oh, totally. Right. Hey, did you pull a card? Did you actually pull a card for this particular thing? Me? Did you actually? Yeah. Like pull for a card. The relationship you're in? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, but I've used the deck before. It's like the joke about the deck is it's the one no one in the house wants to use. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I, I so want to use it. And let's talk about that when we come back. Um, because here's the thing that I love is that it is really painful to step in a pothole. Oh yeah. It's painful for your car to hit a pothole. It's painful for you to step in a pothole. Like, especially if you've got on a pair of heels or something and you're walking across the street and you hit that pothole, then you fall down and everybody's like looking at you, but nobody really helps you get up. Yeah. And then, you know, the big meeting you were supposed to go to now, what you're wearing is completely wrecked because the pothole you stepped in had water in it. And there you go. But what if you could like see the pothole? And then you can decide if you want to step into it or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're we're going to take a short break. And we come back. We're going to talk about the cards because they're beautifully unusual. And we're going to actually let you know how you can get your deck. And by the way, we have a copy to give away. More about that, but more about Teal Swan as well when we come back. We'll be right back. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on transformationtalkradio.com. I'm ready for your questions and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit Dr. SharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. Your eternal purpose is calling out to you each and every day. Are you listening? Tune in to Dynamic Destiny Radio with Coach Pete Cafarcio every first and third Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be your authentic self and live the life that you were destined for. Learn practical tools to discover your purpose and conquer other fears that keep you stuck in a life of mediocrity. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting PeteCoaching.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. 
The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific. We'll take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Have you ever wondered what your pets think about? Do you know what your pets are saying to you? Dr. Monica will be your pet's translator to help you understand what your pets are trying to communicate to you. Enhance the bond with your furry friends on Pets Talk with pet communicator Dr. Monica each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Dr. Monica, visit PetCommunicator.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on and watching us as well. Um, Facebook and any other place that you're watching us. It's great. Um, you know, it's awesome to be talking with Teal Swan about this, about the blind spot oracle cards. And the question really is, I think, well, like, are you going to ask yourself, what are you not seeing? And we're going to talk more about that. But before we do, can you let folks know how to find out more about you, how to get a deck of the cards? And also, I know folks are going to want to know, like, where are you going to be doing an event or anything like that? Love to hear about that. Well, the very best place to go is tealswan.com. All you got to do is remember my name, just type it in to the Google search because on my website, we've got all that laid out, products, events, everything. It's pretty easy to navigate. Um, yeah, I'm going all over the place. I'm about to go down for to my retreat center in Costa Rica for back-to-back -back retreats that I'm holding. And then I'm doing a giant European tour after that this May. Awesome. Yeah. Do, do you need a sound engineer or something like that that I could come? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> no, I just, I know you have all of that. Um, before break, what I was saying is, you know, people will hear Oracle cards and they'll have a sense of it. But they're not going to have a sense of these cards unless we talk about it. I want to take a moment to talk about the deck and talk about, for example, the symbolism here. And by the way, see that card? That's the one that I picked for the thing we're going to talk about. I have no idea what that means. I didn't look it up. But in the creation of these, right, let's talk about what they've come to mean and how each of the cards works. Okay, so the first thing to understand is that these quote-unquote symbols that are on these cards are actually sigils. What makes a symbol different than a sigil is that a sigil acts as a body for an actual entity. Um, it's an entity that embodies whatever energy it's designed to represent. And sigils are the reason why people have gotten into so much trouble breaking into Tutankhamun's tomb. Because the ancient Egyptians, some of these ancient cultures, they love to use sigils. They're actually living beings. So the same way that, you know, me, I'm as Teal Swan, I have a consciousness that's beyond the body. What you're seeing here in front of you is simply my vessel. Those um, symbols being actual sigils, they're a body for that essence of that energy and that entity. So when the way you can use the cards happens even when you just draw them is that you can invite the energy, kind of like a, a spirit guide, if you will, of that sigil into your life. And what I've put there are the ones that specifically help you gain awareness of whatever the lack of awareness is. Some of them are more positive and some of them are more negative. That's why when we actually released the deck, we released them with a bunch of uh, temporary tattoos because obviously keeping that sigil around you invites that energy into your life, but there's only some we can use because some are like, okay, so let, let's say your blind spot is a uh, lack of self-worth. 
that particular sigil would be related to the awareness of self-worth. But I've got other ones, like the gaslighting one, for example, that bring in the energy of, of exactly what they're designed to make you aware of. So if you wouldn't want to be walking around with the energy of gaslighting on you, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, not, not in this lifetime. Not, not in this lifetime, for yeah. sure. <laughs> but, you know, thank you for making us aware of the difference. Because I think many of us understand that there's something else going on mm-hmm. in this life about who we are. And sometimes we have a sense of it, and sometimes we're too afraid to actually admit it. Yes. But whatever it is, I think this is a year for us to be showing up and recognizing that there is an energy and a life force to things. Now, I did pick a card. That okay. is kind of brave. <laughs> Do what I want to see. I'm like chomping at the table. Ah! All right. <laughs> so should I? Okay. So well, what, did, what did you draw it relative to, though? Is it like, what are we not seeing about the radio show we're doing right this No, time? this is a big deal. This is, that's the card. Okay, but what did you draw it about? So. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> I told you we went and did this music video, right? Okay, then yeah. Jessica and I are on the plane and we're coming back. Okay. And we're on this plane and I just looked at her and I said, I'm different. Hmm. I'm different. And she looked at me and she said, I'm different too. I said, but I feel different. I don't think I'm different, but I said, I feel different. And she says, yeah, I feel different. I said, well, what is it for you? She says, I'm inspired. I'm more inspired now than I've ever been. I said, yeah. And then I started to talk about just this download, this like channel of stuff that I said, we have to do now. And out of it came, we have to create a mega platform that connects people with absolutely what they need in life without collecting all their personal information and making it about advertising. And we're going to call it AI for the soul. Hmm. And we laid it out. We ran focus groups on it and we're going to do crowdfunding. So that's what you're drawing this about? That's what mm-hmm. I drew that card about. Oh, do I want to know though? Do I want to no, know? You do. Just, just, just show people how it goes. Like, so once you draw a card like that, you will look at the corresponding number in the little booklet that you have. Okay. This is like scary now. I'm going. I'm going in the book. Oh, wait. It's not control. Blame. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that the blame one? It's 17, yeah. Yeah. This is true. Okay, we'll read it. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody, here we go. Benny, are you ready for this? You might have to play some crust busting music. Okay. Thank goodness I didn't pick 18 because that one, that's pretty much what I'm feeling. Uh, so, <laughs> so, this is blame. So, if you have drawn this signal, you are blaming others and blaming circumstances and instead of clearly seeing what you were thinking, saying, and doing to create the situation at hand. Look at yourself honestly. Do you have a reason or excuse about why something went wrong that, abs- that absolves you from guilt, responsibility, or fault? If, you, if it is understandable, you would choose this perspective or choose to only see someone else's fault in a situation. Seeing your fault makes, it, makes you feel terrible about yourself and desperate because it means you might have been able to do something different 
that would have potentially prevented the negative situation at hand. I totally know what this is about. Okay. You want to hear? Of course we do. All right. So we had a target timeline to launch our crowdfunding campaign. And I was just thinking about this this morning. And you're right. The card is absolutely right. Because earlier today, I was thinking about all of the gazillion reasons why we haven't done it yet. Mm -hmm. Like starting with, well, I'm waiting for the music video. To, I mean, I just, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But in the end, the only reason, if I ask Jessica, who's in the room next door, why we haven't done it, you? I'm the one. Okay. I'm the one that says we're going to do it today or not. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could feel that energy, although it wasn't like I'm feeling despair about it. But it's really clear because it's funny. I walked in here today and I started to go online and look for people to build a video around it. But that totally is a blind spot. Mm -hmm. But I'm a quick study. The minute I start to blame something or something else, I'm just like, okay. When you have a mentor like I've had that would ask you before you walk, you walk in the room, she would ask you, don't open your mouth. And this is back in the day when you could like sit at a desk and smoke cigarettes and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Probably before you were born, but this was back <laughs> in those days. Okay. And she, Mary Louise Smith, she would say to me, stop right there what part of the problem are you before you even tell me what you're about to say? So tell me what you make of this card on blame. What I make up the card? Relative yeah. to your specific scenario? Yeah. I, th I think that most of the time, like people in your situation, when you're blaming other people, it's that there's some fear of admitting what following through with something yourself would be. So what is it? I'm kind of curious. Like when you think about having this platform, it's already done. What's so bad about that? What if it doesn't work? Mm -hmm. That's a, doesn't one work? of the key reasons for procrastination, I've noticed. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Because you know what? One of the people listening to this show, I've known for a really long time, one of the first people that ever approached us, Gail, I avoid her like, like the plague. <laughs> and she was actually at the video shoot. Mm -hmm. um, and why do I do that? Because almost every time Gail will ask me, when are you writing your book? Yeah. Is the worst question that I get asked, right? And this card is perfect for it because it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm blaming you that I didn't get it. It's more like my life is too busy. I love helping other people promote their books, promote what they're doing. I mean, I have a million reasons, but it's well, the same idea. That's blaming circumstances. That's still blame. It's still blame though, right? Yeah, because it's blaming circumstances. Yeah, exactly. It, I'm really good at those, that. Yeah. yeah. I don't do a lot of blaming with people. Like I don't say, oh, but boy, I could give you a hundred reasons <laughs> right now why I did that. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, we're going to take a short break. When we come back. I bet we need to pull another card, but I love this deck. And I want to talk about some of the things in here okay. because I want to really take this out about what we talked about before, you know, the sigil. I mean, what does this mean for me? Mm -hmm. if I don't really do something different here. 
you know, what is the energy that I'm going to be carrying around with me around this? Okay. How will it actually uh, create permutations and combinations of procrastination? Oh, that's like a little, that's like a little rap song right there. <laughs> how will it do that? And how will I be talking to you a year from now and still be talking about something that we talked about today that absolutely isn't done yet? Yes. Teal Swan's in the house, everybody. We're also taking your calls, 1-800-930-2819. I don't know. Maybe we can pull a card for you if you're willing to, like, put yourself out there like I just did. There we go. Oh, thank you, Susie, for sending me the message. Yes, right. You're going to be on my case. Thank you. We'll be right back. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Hey, how's it going? If it's stressful or just plain exhausting, New Light Living is here to ask, is this the way you want to live? Join me, your intuitive spiritual life coach and host, Orika Sullivan, every week on New Light Living. Discover the power of creative tools to start living every day as your ideal dream day. See your life in the new light. To learn more, visit newlightliving.com. The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www.DivinelyDrivenResults.com. Have you lost a loved one and would desperately love a sign to prove that they are okay? Here's a tip for you. Be curious, keep an open mind about everything. The proof will come from the most unlikely places. The messages promise to challenge your current beliefs and what you've been taught. Accept and appreciate all, no matter where they come from. I'm Angie Corbett Kuiper. I would love for you to share your signs from beyond on my closed Facebook page, Beyond Grief. Break your snooze button habits for good with the Soul Stretching Sisters on the I Am Power Hour with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Pump up your spiritual muscle as we share stories. Aspire higher. And live a whole lot larger. To help you unleash your powered up. Pumped up. I am soul stretching success. Anything can happen when we take to the airways. And all things become possible during the I Am Power Hour. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, Jessica, thank you. So, Jessica, I hope you are listening, and I know you're watching this, this show. And we just pulled a card about AI for the soul. But I bet, Jessica, you want a card pulled. So you're going to have to come in here 
and you know, we're going to pull a card for you. Uh, but Teal, before they do that, again, how can people find out more about you? Just the website, right? Yeah, tealswan.com. It's the best way to find okay. everything consolidated into one. All right. Nice. I'm working on that. Uh, also, these are the blind spot oracle cards. Everybody mm -hmm. got that? Uh, and of course, I know Zach is putting images up. Um, we've got a question that came over Facebook. Let's get to it. Uh, question for Teal. Is there a conciliation between the symbolism of the deck and astrological symbology? I am an astrologer and would love to find out the, to find those connections. Thank you, Luis. P.S. Thank you for a wonderful job, Dr. Vasily and Teal. I think an astrologer would be able to tell you better than I can about that. I like the sigils themselves don't have anything to do with astrology. So yeah, my answer would be no, but I know, I know astrology well enough to know that it pretty much fits itself into everything. So yeah, um, I'd be interested to actually know if, if somebody who is an astrologer gets the deck and looks through it, if they can find any of those, those equations, but I sure didn't come up with them myself. Well, maybe you didn't, but as I went through the deck and I looked at some of the meanings, uh, I'm not an astrologer either, either, but I know enough that I pay attention to some of this stuff in my own life. And, you know, what I was really struck by is more of the relationship to earth, to the four, earth, wind, air, right? More of the relationship to those. And some people would say, oh, that is astrology. Well, I don't know, you, you know, but um That'll be an interesting thing. Uh, Luis, that will be interesting for you to do because you are an astrologer. <laughs> All right, here's another one for you. You ready? Yep. Um, I would like a card pulled in regards to my physical health. Thank you for offering a read. This is on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, so that'll be for you. You want to pull a card? Me? Yeah, for this person who wants a card pulled in regards to physical health. Yeah, I mean, put one for them. You want me to do it? Yeah, I don't have a deck with me. All right, okay. <laughs> okay, any card? Oh my God, such a responsibility this is. Why? I'm just saying. Okay, so I didn't look yet. Okay. 32. Okay. All right. So I'm going to get to it. Hang on. Oh my God, I'm so grateful for you that these are in number order. <laughs> like, and I don't have to like do an interpretation between the name and some hidden message. Mm -hmm. uh, here we go. Oh, this is the judgment okay. one. All right. So if you have drawn this signal, your negative judgment in this scenario is making it impossible to get the result you want. To have a perspective at all, you must judge. To even call a clock a clock is to judge it as a clock and thus restricts its potential energy to that of a clock. We judge. That's what people do. Mm -hmm. And judgment, like any tool, can be beneficial to you or harmful to you depending upon on when and how it is used. We all have a perspective about each other. You have an opinion you have judged. Try not to have an opinion defies life. It is the flexibility or openness of the opinion that makes the opinion either more or less painful. And it goes on, but. Okay. So relative to physical health, that particular card, when you draw it, what it basically means is that you're, you're because of your judgment around the illness itself, you're not actually getting the ultimate message about the purpose or what's actually going on with your physical body. Now, what I find pretty interesting in the disconnect between 
we could consider it modern medical society and the um, wisdom, shall we say, of people who came before that is that illness used to be looked at as if it was an intentional force within the universe. So we have to actually swallow. Remember how I said everything has a consciousness, right? Yeah. That's it. That includes illnesses. So like if you can look at the consciousness of HIV, for example, as an individual consciousness, when it comes to HIV, for example, I like to call that one the saint virus because it comes specifically to keep people in check relative to morality. <laughs> Ironic, right? Yeah. It has a very aggressive way of doing that, but most of our coping mechanisms do. It's, it's us thinking that this thing or this behavior or this way of being is going to serve us when it actually ends up hurting us in the end, but it's fine with that. But so were our parents. I mean, parents were totally fine punishing the crap out of us thinking it was going to lead to good aims and ends. So yeah. a lot of the illnesses, if you look at their actual consciousness for why they exist in a person's life, it's that the illness itself thinks it's a plus. I'm adding to your life in this way. And if we don't have the capacity to see that uh, offering, shall we say, that the illness is trying to give to a person, then what happens is we miss the purpose entirely. If you miss the purpose entirely, then you miss what you could do to remedy it. Like, you know, for example, let's say you've got somebody with AIDS, people think that that's non-curable. It actually is. Uh, right. If you get a person to see that, that they've got a self-abusive patterning that's taking place, like a self-abusive patterning taking place to try to keep them more morally in check. And they do a, a lot of belief structure work around their own sense of, of goodness so that they take themselves out of the role of scapegoat within their social system then you'll notice this dormancy happen within the virus itself. It has no purpose for being. So when I hear that this person has that card for the uh, physical ailment or physical illness, mm -hmm. that's really what comes up for me. It's that this illness and, or this physical condition is not being seen through the lens of what it actually is. It's being seen through the lens of a judgment, a wrong judgment, mm -hmm. and most likely a negative one. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you know, um, been healthy most of my life until, uh, until April 1st of 04. And then overnight was not. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what was interesting about what you just said is I think back about what happened and how I found one of the best naturopaths on the planet here in, in the state. And we're at the place where we didn't know what we didn't know. I had a, what, what everybody called a mystery disease. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. there it was and what I loved about the journey was that now of course it's very prominent you hear celebrities saying I've got chronic Lyme disease but when I got it it wasn't popular and people didn't know about it and so I didn't have a framework to really read about the horrific nature of something I mean if you read about it today there's no hope right mm -hmm. if you read that stuff but I didn't come from that. I worked with a, I worked with a doctor yeah. who didn't diagnose. And uh, uh, every time it was all about, well, yeah, we're progressing. You're doing great. This is what we're going to do next. It's like peeling an onion back. So my frame of reference for it, I think, was the reason that I'm even here today. But what's interesting about, about it is once I got a little bit of information and watch the video, uh, uh, the, the video that came out, I'm telling you, it just changed my perspective. And I had to work really hard to get back, you know, to a place where I said, that's not my story. 
that's not my story. Mm. Um, but it's not always easy, is it? No. Yeah. No, but I, I think in today's world, we drastically underestimate the power of the human mind when it comes to healing capacities. I totally agree with you on that. I mean, I think I'm a living, breathing example, right? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I want to say, first of all, we should never be treating the physical as if it's separate from the emotional and mental. Totally not. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I mean, I don't, look at the I don't know who came up with that thing. Well, oh, that, that's a byproduct of Newtonian model of physics, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when Newton came around and started to describe the universe as if it was a clockwork mechanical universe, we started to see there being a separation between physical matter and all different things. So we started to bite things into chunks, which is a one way of looking at the universe, but it's not the totality of the way that we should be looking at the universe. Now we've got hospitals where you throw people into it and it's all about physical healing and it couldn't be any worse for mind or emotion. And we wonder why people aren't getting better. So, Yeah, we really do. Or why the rates keep increasing. Yep. Um, for those of you out there, Benny, let's do this. I would like to give folks that are listening on the AMFM, what we call still the AMFM dial, 1-800-930-2819. And Benny, um, first caller, let's uh, give a deck of the cards away if we could. 1-800-930-2819. Um, I'm fascinated by these. They're very revealing. Yep. And uh, in, in a way that I think enables me, at least, as I uh, the more I do this, to say, oh, yeah, this is going on. But you see, I can do something about it. There's something I can do about it. If I'm now aware that I'm like blaming the technology or blaming this, mm -hmm. so when we're done today, you know, it's up to me to take action on that thing that I was blaming. Mm -hmm. right? Or decide you don't want to create something. That's or decide, yeah, right. Or decide, you know, I just want to play ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> that's my happy place no this is actually my happy place um I, I want one of the things i wanted to ask you is what happens when we don't address our blind spots well you're, you're not living in a space of choice that's what most people don't get about blind spots um it's not until you have full awareness that you can really make a, a choice from a conscious space. In fact, you're living in a place of determinism. Determinism, simply put, is just I'm standing at the end of a bowling alley and I roll a bowling ball in one direction and it goes in that direction to hit the pins. It's just ABC. Now, most of us are living in this realm of cause and effect where things are happening, but we're not getting that we're actually subconsciously choosing into it all day long. What happens when you have full awareness of these blind spots or of anything you have no awareness around is that you are finally standing in a place where given all the information, you can make a conscious choice. So let me give you an example of what yeah. I mean. Let's say that, um, let's go back to relationships because that's something that most people are interested in. I am living in a deterministic pattern if in my childhood, my father was emotionally unavailable. This leads me to choosing, this is what the point of attraction is all about, choosing partners that are actually the same as my father. Now, I may think I'm choosing all these different type of guys, at least consciously, but I am not aware that my blind spot is that I have this internal wound, which makes me try to make an unavailable man available. Because if I've done that, subconsciously, I've healed my daddy patterns. So this is a woman that I'm describing in this scenario that's going to continue to choose into relationships with men who are unavailable over and over and over and over again. Once she becomes aware of this quote unquote blind spot, I am choosing men just like my father because I have not accepted the fact that he was never going to be there no matter how hard I tried. 
She can then start to recognize that her attraction that she's feeling in her body is simply coming from that need, the need to turn daddy into a loving daddy through it vicariously through another man. Now she may choose consciously to make a different decision than her own attraction centers. I'm going to choose a guy who's actually always been there. What if I choose a guy who's available instead of unavailable? Or I can go back into the same pattern, but knowing he's not going to be available and focus all my effort on trying to fix him. I mean, but my, my point here is it's like, I don't want to have a conversation with people really around what's right or wrong to choose. I want to have a conversation around choice in general, which is why I was bringing that up with your, your endeavor. You know, most people are like, well, once I become aware of it, I have to No, that's just unconsciousness as well. You can, yeah. you can get into alligator infested water. That's a choice. And you know, the, the debate around whether that's right or wrong actually is much more complicated philosophically than most people would like to make it. <laughs> it is complicated. Right and wrong is very complicated, I have found. I mean, you know, I think about being in a Catholic boarding school at age six. What a nightmare that was. But the good news is I actually got thrown out of Catholic boarding school at age six. Do you know what you actually have to do to get thrown out of Catholic boarding school at age six? No, what? Talk to God and tell them, tell the, everybody that you're talking to God and Jesus at age six. That's how you get thrown out. That's how I got thrown out. Now I think, I think we're a little bit more uh, open, but that is actually how. Um, but some of what I've I've learned in 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 looking at the cards and reading the in reading the book is I was really struck by what was created here. I mean, some of the cards and, you know, I looked at the cards, but also kind of, you know, I like to open pages of a book and see what I get, like random pages of a book. And I, it was funny because you mentioned overlay and before the show, I actually turned to that page. Uh -huh. And so some of the, some of these absolutely let me just call them for me, energies that may be hanging out with me. It's that is some scary mojo. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I, I want to ask you, mm -hmm. what do you, what do you say to folks to help them? Like say, I don't want, I don't want this <laughs> projection partner hanging out with me. What do we do for that? How do we help people through that? projection partner you mean like yeah well i turned to the projection one but just for a moment but how do we help people with these for example um you you know when we were talking before about judgment well okay it's very simple you get out of this mentality that happens in the in the psychology field the self-help field and the spiritual yeah. field the mentality is this we are meant to come here to go in the direction of good and away from bad where it's, it's basically this versus type of an energy, you know? So there's an attitude where people are like, well, you got to transcend projection or, tra or get away from your judgment. This is actually the opposite of my message. My message is you're, th these are energies that exist within the greater universe. And the intention that you should have is to integrate them. So it's the same as the ego. I, we all have an ego and you will not be able to get rid of it. It does not matter whether you're quote unquote enlightened. Enlightened being assimilates their ego and starts to see it as a beneficial tool actually. So it's about like, you know, judgment, like I said in that read up, if you didn't notice, um, judgment is something you can't get rid of either. It's what the human mind does. 
I would not survive the cave days if I didn't judge. Oh no, that's a saber-toothed right. tiger. So it's about, it's about, let's call it a exalting is the right word for it. It's about exalting these, what we would call at face value negative traits into its most positive expression. And you can only do that when you really own something, you know? It's like, and we can really definitely see this when it comes to working with other people. If I walk up to you, for example, and I'm like, you know what? There is just so much about you that is just off. Like it's really off. And I'm, you know, I think I'm really here to like help you with that so that you can be different. Do you feel close to me or open? I'm like, WTF. I'm like, I'm like, really? Well, you know, it's interesting about that because uh, I, I may appear to be open, but I'm like not hearing a word you're saying. Well, I would hope so because you should close to that because yeah. I, I, the first thing that I've done is I've walked in with a push away. Yeah. Now, the reason that people are so good, if people who are really good at working with certain demographics, like a person who's really good at working with somebody who's an addict or a person who's really good at working with somebody who's a serial killer or uh, you know on death row or any of these other things that society would judge as negatively wrong, people who are really good at working with those people, they don't disown them. In fact, they've completely powerfully owned the part of them that maybe is truant, the part of them that maybe is violent, the part of them that is you know fill in the blank. And it's that ownership it allows them actually to, to do such good things and also see the value in some of these behaviors, you know, like somebody who walks in the door and says, you know, violence is a very powerful force. So that means, you know, we can take that energy. We can use that energy. I'm not going to make an enemy of that energy. So my answer, long-winded answer to that question you asked me is that we got to lose our fear and start developing genuine intimacy yeah. with these things. We don't want to have be a part of our life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, part of the 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 thing for me when I think about this and I and I've gone through these really interesting. I have often thought about what parts of me has been closed off in different parts of my life, right? Mm -hmm. And how did how did that work for me? You know, how did it work for me to actually be in such denial about something? that I couldn't see the devastation of being in a relationship with somebody that was like, uh, like in, in, in the field of psychology would be considered narcissistic personality disorder, mm -hmm. but everybody else around you sees it, but you don't see it. Yeah. Um, and is that a blind spot? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it did, it wouldn't have mattered right until I was willing and ready to have that moment of self-awareness. Yes. Uh, and on another note, I've interviewed close to 10,000 people coming up this year. And I would say 30% of them talk about transcending. Mm -hmm. I never got it. I could never understand it. I never, I, conceptually, I could never understand it. And what I mean by that is I spent a lot of time in those interviews trying to drill down to find out how do you do it? How do you do it? Um, and then one day I just decided <laughs> that's not, I, I'm not, it's never going to happen. It's mm -hmm. it just like not going to be happening for me. But, you know, I didn't have really an alternative. And I think what you're talking about here is really having uh, a face-to-face -face conversation and an intimate one with oneself in a way that one would never want to do before. 
but it's not a conversation through the through the blind spot it's not a conversation that is meant to have people feel less than or feel anything other than maybe a reality check mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's, that's what they're supposed to be is a reality check yeah. so like let's let for example let's say that you're in a particular situation and you draw the projection card <laughs> chances are that every judgment you're making about that other person in the situation is something you're actually doing so it's about sitting down and seeing how that might be the case well i gotta tell you i know we're we're about to run out of time but i will tell you this though i did pull a card about the whole book thing so if gail's listening so have no idea what this means but i actually pulled the filter card okay (laughs) so that must mean that uh like I didn't even read what that meant, but I did. I literally took that today. And I gotta tell you, I, I mean, honestly, I've only gone through a couple of these cards and uh, my brain is already doing a reality check on a whole bunch of things. I don't know, did you, me- did you mean for that to happen? Like one thing is leading to the other on here because it's yes. not a unidimensional approach. Yes, I did. Yeah. So I'm seeing a situation at hand through a filter and you don't even know it. As a result, you are not seeing the situation clearly. So you know what what, what the situation is around the book? Hmm. I don't know how to write it. I don't know what to write about. Even if I do write it, is anybody even gonna be interested? Writing has never been my strong suit. So those are my filters around writing a book. (laughs) Teal, thank you so much for today. Thank you again for everything you're doing. One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Oh, man, I should have prepared for that one. I guess the message that I want to leave people with is that the time has come to integrate your shadows. If you want really a theme for this upcoming, you know, the seven-year cycle we're already in in 2020. It's that the time has come within all of these uh, self-development interests that we've got going where we got to stop trying to transcend or get away from certain aspects of ourselves. The order of the day is not to become good to the exclusion of what we label as bad or to become uh, virtuous to the exclusion of what we label as evil. We really have to come into a space of integration with those things. So the more that we can provide a space where it's okay for people to have all of these elements of themselves and we can directly work with them if they're causing detrimental patterns in our life, the better off we're going to be this is this we're done with the polarization yeah that's my message i love it you know my mama used to say to me to myself and my my sisters my mama used to say to us hey girls she was from the south my stepmom says you know girls you know no matter how hard you try girls you're never going to be able to outrun your shadow and i remember her saying that to me and i was about 12 years old and do you know that i tried to do it well, everyone does. <laughs> everyone does. Everyone does. Till Swan, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you all for tuning us in. Thank you for watching us. And don't forget, these are the cards, right? Line spot. Make sure you go to tealswan.com, everybody.